Welcome to Mind Training and Homotherapy, a podcast that explores ideas to help you live a life that is more purposeful, intentional, and fulfilled. I am your host, Dr. Henry Gregory, and I thank you for tuning in. Hello, folks. Hope everyone is well out there. Lots going on in the world, ever-changing, ever-challenging, ever-facilitating our growth and development. Today, I'd like to talk about Donna. Donna, D-A-A-N. It's a Sanskrit word that represents an aspect of homotherapy or the fivefold path. Donna is sharing of assets in the spirit of humility. It starts with the premise that nothing belongs to any of us. We've all heard it said, you can't leave with anything, but we don't come with anything either. And everything that we get while we're here, we, we receive it more as caretakers, conduits of the universal forces and as such, we have an obligation to share what we have with others who might be able to use that. And that's whether that is cash or a material gain, uh, finances, or whether it is service in terms of our attributes our talents, our skills, our capabilities. But the bottom line is we're all at some level obligated to share, to pass on what was given to us. Matter of fact, one of the laws of the universe says that the more we do that, the more we ensure that we are taken care of, that our needs will be taken care of. Because comically, we are participating in that cycle as, as givers, and we will be a part of it as receivers also. So Donna, sharing of assets in the spirit of humility. Hmm? On a material level, it means passing on some of uh, my wealth, some of my prosperity, some of my uh, sustenance. Hmm? but passing it on in a spirit of humility. And what that might mean is in secrecy or silence. I mean, if it's gonna be a grandiose thing or your name is written on the bulletin board or you're telling everybody what you did, that can feed your ego and take you in the other opposite place. But if we can just uh, in secret with humility, just share what we have that creates a cycle that benefits everybody, the giver and the receiver. And when we give, one of the obligations is to do the best we can to give to someone who is um, deserved, somebody who is honoring of the gifts, somebody who has a genuine need because we don't want to participate 
in a cycle of enabling or supporting negative or harmful habits. So we want to, as, as much as possible, give with the understanding that this person can use this and is going to use this in a positive way because we don't want to become a part of a negative cycle that may be harmful to that person or someone else. Hmm? So, and when we talk about this giving, we're talking about also giving of ourselves. Each one of us is customized, is made a specific way by the universe in order to share certain gifts, in order to sh share certain gifts. Mm -hmm. So I'm good at this, but maybe I'm not so good at this. You're good at that, and maybe you're not so good at that. So imagine if we all started sharing our gifts openly and freely, uh, how much we could do together. In many ways, I think that the priority we have on this planet is we have to get better at working together. We have enough talent, enough strengths, capabilities, even enough visions, we have to get better at working together. Unfortunately, it seems that many of our systems, most of our systems in our society, excuse my language, are not people friendly. They don't actually help people to actualize their potential. They may do a check off here or there, uh, they may uh, create their appearance and, you know, or, or do the minimum. But the, the bottom line becomes finances and power uh, and people get lo lost in the shuffle. And we're seeing more and more of that as folks are more, uh, more and more struggling with depression, anxiety, acting out toward one another. And all of that at some level is about people feeling unfulfilled, inadequate, um, uh, unheard. Hmm? So when we talk about Donna, we, we're saying that everybody has something to give. And one way we actually, when we actualize that, we begin to get clear about our purpose and mission in life. We begin to get clear about what our contribution is and we feel better, we feel more valued because again, we have a contribution to make. So when we are doing Donna, doing service, it helps us to know ourselves at a deeper level and appreciate ourselves more and, and thereby be less vulnerable to uh, depression and other uh, uh, energies that may pull us into negative uh, places and behaviors. Mm -hmm. So when we are of service, it helps us to understand our purpose. It helps us to understand our, our mission in life. And it doesn't have to be something grandiose, you know, that, you know, um, you, 
you know, that you're serving by being president or whatever, whatever. No, sometimes the smallest things, we say random acts of kindness, you know, a smile, you know, a, a, a bit of change to someone, a bit of encouragement to someone, you know, uh, just uh, some support or uh, um, uh, empathy, compassion, any of those can be service. Any of those can be service. And of course, on a larger scale, um, many folks volunteer to formally uh, provide service. And that's also a way of, of, of feeling one's power of, of giving back, of, of uh, supporting one's value and worth and supporting the things that you think are important in the world. No effort is too small or goes unnoticed by the universe. Just imagine, just imagine if you will, if all of us, if all of us were involved in making service a priority, more so than making money or getting a name or, or getting power or influence, if all of us were in just really valued service as a, as an optimal uh, way of being, that we wouldn't have so many people doing without. We wouldn't have so many folks feeling left out because we would be collectively using our strengths, our capacities, our, our, our creativity to, to give, to share, because we would understand that it's not ours, it comes through us. And the more we share, the more we have for us and for others too. So it's a way of actualizing our potential. It's a way of improving the condition uh, individually and collectively and manifesting our higher values and creating the kind of life that we value on this planet. So, what do you think, Daryl? Yeah, I, I love this topic a lot. I love this topic a lot. And um, I guess I want to kind of go two places with it. Um, first, is I definitely am one who um, who loves to share, mm -hmm. um, you know, especially when it comes to gifts and talents and things like that. It makes me feel good, you know, when I'm able to leverage something that, you know, that I have or something that I'm good at in order to to help someone else, mm -hmm. you know, um, that that brings me a lot of um, fulfillment. And um, sometimes it's interesting because, you know, I use my talents um, from a business, you know, in a business capacity as well. And sometimes, you know, people look at me funny when money isn't the top priority for me. You know, mm -hmm. of course, I have a, a family and I have bills just like any other adult. So there are things that I have to take care of. Um, so I need to make sure that that's taken care of. But at the same time, because I feel like, you know, my mission is so greater, so much greater than financial you know, um, sometimes I try to to uh, 
find ways to strike that balance. Yes, take care of what's necessary, but also make room to share where money isn't on the table, you know, and um, sometimes that can be challenging. You know, it can definitely be challenging. Um, The other place that I wanted to go with it is um, I was having a conversation um, with a friend recently about um, this friend finds themselves to be someone that constantly puts others before, you know, themselves. And I think that's where some people on the other end of the spectrum can struggle. So you have some people that just don't like to share at all. You know, they, they want to hoard and keep everything to themselves. And then you have others that struggle with finding the balance of giving, but still taking care of themselves at the same time. Mm-hmm. And for me, I find that I'm in a better position to give when I have taken care of myself first, because now I'm giving from, you know, my overflow. It's not me giving to my detriment. I heard the saying once that, you know, give till it helps, not till it hurts, you know. And um, I think that's something that, you know, some people may struggle with. It's like, you know, I want to be helpful. I want to give, give, give. But, you know, you can't at the same time give to the point where you've depleted yourself, you know. And so um, that's that's one thing that I've known, you know, um, some people in my life to um, to struggle with, you know, getting to the point where they're almost like constantly the sacrificial lamb. And I don't really think that that's the intention of um of what, you know, you've been talking about today. So like, you know, so I guess what, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? Like, you know, how, how can people find that balance between giving, 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 but not to their own, you know, detriment and feeling of depletion? Mm-hmm. Uh, be still and know. Mm-hmm. I, I certainly agree with you. If you're not filling your cup, you don't have anything to give. So, so self-care becomes a primary part of this cycle. You have to learn to give to yourself. When we don't give to ourselves or are just trying to hustle other folks all the time, either, you know, legally or illegally or whatever, um, that's because we're feeling some hole somewhere. We are feeling some emptiness that uh, needs some work. You know, we, we're giving more than we can afford to give. Now, everybody has something to give. A wealthy person, a poor person. You know, um, the, the, the person with, with, with 10 houses and the person who's homeless. Everybody has something to give. And, and that's one of the things about this dynamic because we, we all, if we're on this planet, we have some value we have some worth, we have something that we can contribute. Mm. But we need to do it in a way that is healthy. And the obligation is to help. So we wanna be sure, that have a reasonable uh, belief that it's helpful. Mm. Um, and we wanna give um, um, in a way that, that honors the person and the gift, mm-hmm. but not just because we're obsessed with trying to uh, please other people. Hello. Just because we're trying to validate ourselves. Mm-hmm. Hello. We we give because we're trying to help. We're trying to share. We see 
that uh, we're all interconnected and that we are caretakers of the resources that we have. So that's our obligation. But when we're giving more than we have and when we're not taking care of ourselves, that is, um, how shall I say, some uh, negative coping that we need to do some work on and try to unpack and see if we can release ourselves from some of those cycles so we can do it with a more open heart as opposed to feeling uh, compelled and ignoring ourselves in the process. Absolutely. And I wanted to go back to something that you said because it actually is in line with another conversation that I had recently. And so um, I was having a discussion um, with someone about capitalism. And oftentimes when we look at capitalism, we're just looking at those that have the most, you know, so the billionaires in the world. And so we look at them and say, you're selfish, you're a capitalist. But it's like, to your point, everyone has something to give. So yeah. oftentimes we focus on those who we perceive as having the most as having the biggest obligation to give. Um, but everyone has something to share and it doesn't have to be, you know, financial. It doesn't have to be monetary. You know, it could be you giving of your time to help someone else, you know, um, just being of assistance to someone, that sort of thing. And so we often focus so much on those that we perceive as the most selfish or the most greedy that we don't take the time to look internally and say, well, wait, what am I contributing? Yes, 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 yes. Um, I was driving down the street last week and uh, come to a place where the squeegee boys are, you know, mm -hmm. for those of you who don't know, that's the young men, they're out there, they're cleaning windows, for, 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 for cash. They're asking for money, but they're cleaning car windows. And um, so when I came to them and the guy came over to me, it was two or three of them, and asked for some money. I said, um, I said, so nah, I, I don't have anything. And he, he said, thank you, brother, young boy, gave me some dap, gave me some dap. I said, oh, okay. Cause I was, it was, I was really testing him. You know, so I went on, went, went on, did what I did. But the next time I came down there, I don't know if he knows who I was or not, but I made sure I gave him something because he gave me something mm -hmm. the first time. He just gave me some good vibes. He gave me good some energy. Yes. Just gave me that energy. Yeah. So we all have something. To, we all have something to give. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that you made it a point to to make a note of that, because that's something that we all can can walk away and think about. You know, sometimes we look at our own lives and feel like we don't have very much to offer. But to your point, everyone has something, you know, even whether it's just your personality, you may have a personality where it's really easy to talk to you. You're a good listener. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, are, are you the, you're the one who brings some humor to to the group there you go you you you're a good you're a good listener you 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 are uh, c compassionate you know it, it doesn't have to be something concrete but all of us have a a skill a capacity a, a tendency that is our strength that 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 feeds our contribution yeah and i've really really been leaning into that it's interesting um 
for myself being in a field that's very technical, you know, doing video production work and photography and things like that. But what I've realized is that the common thread, no matter what field I was in through my, you know, working life, it was always for me about the connection that I was making with people. And it had very little to do with the tools or with the the genre, what you know, whatever the the skill set was, the technical skill set. And so sometimes when I talk to some of my buddies who are in the same field, they kind of don't know how to receive the fact that I don't take the technical stuff as seriously as they do. And you've been around me, so you know I care about the technical stuff. I'm always trying new things. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to it, what has become most meaningful to me is the experience that I'm giving people. And Mm -hmm. so oftentimes, you know, I don't even really... I don't really go back and reflect on what I did wrong or right. Technically, I'm only talking about the experience. And so when so I was having a conversation with someone and he said, man, I want to see some of the work that you've been doing recently. And I'm like, man, I haven't even looked at that stuff. He's like, what? Like, how do you get better? And I'm like, that's just not my focus. Even if it's just in this moment, my focus is the experience that I'm giving people. And I just deal with all the technical stuff and what I may have done well or not so well. I deal with that later because what's most important to me is what I'm giving in this particular moment. Everything else is secondary. And it's like he, he didn't know how to, un- he, did, he couldn't understand it, you know, but that's what's you, important to me. And you pass it through you. You don't take it like, this is what I'm doing for somebody else. You, you you pass it through you. And what that does, that lowers the level of stress and anxiety. You say, this isn't mine. You know, this is just what I've been given and I'm just p- passing, passing through. So when oh, I say yeah. be still and know, be still so I can read and be in touch with the universal forces that are feeding me, talking to me reinforcing, validating all the time so I can allow that to come through me in my interactions with other folks. Right. Yeah. And that, and when, when, when we surrender like that, that takes a lot of the stress away. That takes a lot of the anxiety, the angst away when we just say, not my will, but thy will. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this, um, this th- thing of Donna. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make this a new, uh, well, it's actually old um, world uh, priority. Like, you know, just imagine how much this would change governments and interactions uh, uh, in, in in large systems and families and small. I mean, there's always been some of us doing this from time to time. Just a, just a vision of a, of a wild situation where everybody w- was doing it would really take us to another place. But the, every little bit helps. Every little bit, bit helps. And like I say, it's for those that you're giving to, but it's also for those that are doing the giving because it frees us up. It helps us to feel validated, to have some sense of purpose, to, to, to actualize who and how we really are so so my encouragement for you for you folks out there practice some try some of this as an experiment and see where it takes you how does it help the people that you share with and how does it help you what feelings does it does it bring what does it reinforce in you Mm -hmm. We all have gifts 
we all have power. And when we use those, it helps us to ascend to higher consciousness, consciousness, and it helps us to approach that state called happiness. Happiness. So blessings to you all. And uh, we'll catch up with you in a little bit. Take care of yourselves and see you soon.